Social emotional learning, it's the new way. Where culturally responsive meets innovation. Hello everyone, Kristen Hopkins here, and I'm so excited to let you know that season three of the Dangers of the Mind podcast is on its way. We have so much in store to cover this season, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Check out this preview of what's to come. And in the meantime, make sure you subscribe, rate the show, and share it with your friends. As always, keep dominating. Working in a school and transient population, that means kids are in and out. And what was happening is kids would leave the school. Like, I'm not talking about leave for the school day. I'm talking about leave the school, like not coming back. And teachers wouldn't even give me a heads up that the child was leaving. So I would come back and they were like, oh, so-and-so is, oh, they have another school now. And I'm like, excuse me? And so the pretest data that I had for this child and how this child had learned in my classroom had now been totally erased because we didn't even know how to get a hold of the child. It was an absolute nightmare. Also, I started seeing students not accurately evaluating themselves when doing the curriculum. So I had to add another piece and a tool into my curriculum that made a teacher evaluate them and a child evaluate them at the same time. So what happened was a child would say, oh, I'm a great listener. And the teacher would come back right behind them and be like, "Uh, you wasn't listening the other day. Do you still believe you're a great listener? And what will happen is that child will be like, oh, wow, you're right. I wasn't listening the other day. I might not be the best listener. And these were ways that we got accurate data versus a child just being able to think that they were good at something and not really truly assessing if they were truly good at something, right? But it was also a nightmare because we had to realize that children had issues with being vulnerable and understanding their true emotions and identifying their weaknesses. According to the Center for Intercultural Dialogue, sociocultural identities refer to identification with or a sense of belonging to a partial group based on various cultural categories, including nationality, ethnicity, race, gender, and religion. Social cultural identity plays an important role in the way Terrell operates throughout his school day. Terrell is an African-American male who is still in the initial stages of identity development. His peers are all African-Americans and many are gang-affiliated, which influences Terrell to make compulsive behavioral decisions every day. Terrell appears to not subscribe to a specific religion in the classroom. And I found this out because I observed him saying, what has God done for me lately? And this statement came from a frustrating place where he felt he didn't have no support from his teachers, his staff, his peers, and even the ones that he had at quote-unquote home. This was a result from him not wanting to read aloud. When we refer back to the article, Poverty Taxes the Brain by Emily Badger, she shares that the reality of poverty actually makes it harder to execute fundamental life skills. Being poor means coping with not just a shortfall of money, but also with the concurrent shortfall of cognitive resources, y'all. According to Stanford psychologists, the COVID-19 crisis has taken a psychological toll on people of all ages, but one group especially affected is teenagers. School closures and enforced social distancing has cut off many teens from psychological support, putting them at higher risk of developing anxiety and depression. 
Do y'all remember in my last survey where I talked about the girls for the annual girls conference we do? And I talked about how all of them were submitting surveys and saying how they were, you know, depressed. They were in dark spaces of their life. They had lack of social engagement. This is what we're talking about. So what I incorporated in my curriculum in 2016 and what is still prevalent to this day is cognitive behavior therapy. It was a big solution for our Black students and the mental health disparities that they were up against. 